Welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Hello and welcome back to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail, and today we are diving into some real cap rate numbers to see how this works in real life. So, I have in front of me, you can't see it, but I have in front of me a chart of New York City multifamily and commercial real estate from 2016. And I'm looking at multifamily office and retail in the boroughs of Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens. So let's compare for a minute. Multifamily across the three boroughs. In 2016, in Manhattan, they were trading at a 4.1 cap rate. In Brooklyn, at a 4.5. In Queens, a 4.3 office space, Manhattan 4.8, Brooklyn 5.6, Queens 5.1, a bit higher there. And heading over to retail, Manhattan 4.4. Interestingly, retail was trading at a lower cap rate than office in Manhattan, Manhattan. but in Brooklyn and Queens, 6.3 and 6.1, significantly higher for retail and office. And in both of them, office was higher than multifamily. And again, Brooklyn and Queens had typically higher cap rates than Manhattan. Now, as an investor, which one of these is most attractive? Which dollar of profit is he willing to pay the most for? So the correct answer is multifamily Manhattan, obviously. Because for every dollar of profit on a multifamily unit in Manhattan, you need to pay $24.39. Right? That's what a cap rate of 4.1 is. Compare that to office in Queens, which is the the least safe investment. Or one of the least safe investments. They're at a 6.1 cap. That people were willing to, or only willing to pay $15.87 for a dollar of profit. Now, what determines these prices? Again, it's the market. It's what people determine as to be the right risk-reward setup. Now, again, none of this is necessarily conscious. It's people looking at it, what's going around. It's the market acting as, a, as, a, as an organic unit, so to speak. And the collective decision, so to speak, of the market determines these values. Now, the last step, the last step in all of this is we're going to use this knowledge now. We're going to use these market cap rates to determine how much we should pay for a property. Are we getting a good deal? Are we getting a bad deal? So let's use that chart we just discussed a second ago. Again, office in Brooklyn has a cap of 5.6%. We'll use that number. Now let's say we're looking at a building that has an NOI of $100,000. So how much do we pay for the building? So as we said, just two thoughts ago, that the cap rate is the NOI divided by the purchase price. Now, Mathematically, that means that the book price is the same thing as the NOI divided by the cap rate. So if you want to know how much you should pay for a property, which is throwing off $100,000 a year, 
you would divide 100,000 by 5.6. If you wanted to run that in a calculator, you'd do 100,000 divided by 0 0.056. And you'd come out to a book value of $1.785 million. $1,785,000. You can easily check the math. If you divide that by $100,000 by the $1.785 million, you will get back to 5.6. Comparing this to a similar property in Manhattan, where office is yielding a 4.5% cap rate, the same $100,000 building will sell for $2.2 Now, that highlights something very important here. And anyone familiar with the bonds, or if you remember what we spoke about in bonds, it's the same dynamic there. The lower a cap rate, the higher the value. On two buildings that have the same net operating income, the lower the cap rate, the higher the value. Because cap rates and values have an inverse relationship. That's why in real estate, we oftentimes talk about things like cap rate compression and cap rate expansion. You want a property, you want there to be cap rate compression. That means, that's another way of saying, it's a fancy way of saying, but it accurately refre reflects what's happening in the market, is prices are going up. That means without even raising the rent, the value of your property is going up. So if you're holding a property, cap rate compression is great. Cap rate expansion is not so great. That means your value is going down. Okay, so we've covered a lot of, of the groundwork on cap rates, and what they are and understanding them in a very deep way. But now, how do we use them? So that's what we're going to continue with next time is how do we use cap rates? Thanks so much. I'll see you there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five-star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy Podcast, sponsored by YDLP Investments. Thank you.